0: Big news, everybody. The meth head is coming to Mormon country. I didn't know I was allowed. Uh, I am so excited. I'm so excited to show I you was Salt Lake.
1: Yes. I was just like, oh, I'm never allowed to do that club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed. You're allowed there. They want you there. They're excited. She. So Jess is going to come to Salt Lake, um, and we are going to be performing together at the downtown Salt Lake Wise Guys Comedy Club on Thursday, July 12th. You can get tickets right now at wiseguyscomedy.com. And then that's the first stop of our little July tour. Mm-hmm. After that, we're doing a bunch of towns in Washington. Hoquium. Hoquium. Have we come up with a. It's ho- Hoquium. Hoquium. Hoquium for that. a dream on July 13th. <laughs> Yakima, Washington, July 14th, Uh, Tacoma, Washington, on July 17th, Chehalis, Washington, July 18th, and then Boise, Idaho, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Be there, or be somewhere else.
1: Sure, free Mormon in the meth head is great, but have you tried just giving us money? (laughs) (gasps)
0: I haven't yet. Tell me more.
1: Go to patreon.com, Mormon in the Methhead and for $5, you can get bonus episodes. You can see videos of me just laughing for <gasps> no reason. What? You can hear a podcast with our kids on it, <gasps> and you'll hear interviews that we do with other people who also have podcasts.
0: Oh, wow, this sounds great. I'm going to check that out. What was that address again?
1: Patreon.com backslash forward slash one of the slashes Mormon in the Method.
0: He was a Mormon she was a meth head <laughs> you're listening to mormon and the meth head if you put a mormon and a meth head together this is what they sound like aaron Woodall all just a friends listen to them talking to mike He was a member of a cult. She started one of her own. It's Mormon and the Meth Head. 2019. <laughs> what is
1: that? What, what's 2000? That's when my cult starts.
0: Oh, you're. Not, I mean, I felt like you had a meth cults when you were like the spiritual I guru. Did. yeah, I guess. You were in every It was a tribe. A tribe, a tribe. Uh,
1: we don't like the word cult.
0: I don't really like the word cult either. I kind of feel bad about that joke, but it's like hard to keep writing these intro things. I don't. I, I don't all will the the most I will say is I say that like the Mormon Church is cultish like I'll like I'll point out certain tendencies I'm like that's a cult-like tendency or, that's a that's a that's a cult-like behavior I don't think the Mormon Church is a cult though What it,
1: what it decides what's a, I'm sure there's a specific definition I but i feel like we just say religions we don't like are cults.
0: exactly exactly that's it like you any they're either all cults or they're not all cults do you kill
1: your members i think is uh that's what for me too you kidnap them yeah
0: that's a big defining thing for me too that i'm like if you're if you're in suicide packs, you're probably a cult. Yeah, if you're uh, riding
1: a comet off of the planet. If, yeah, if
0: cult. like there's this one charismatic guy that's getting you all to murder innocent families, uh, then you're probably in a in a cult. Um, the The Mormon Church has got a bunch of stuff that's wrong with it that's, that's unhealthy. I just think they're, they're in religion there are unhealthy things in any in any religion. I just I feel like I don't I know. That I don't think the Mormon Church is a cult because I, I was in a cult. And it was called the Order of the Arrow. That was a that was the cult that I was in. What? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I thought that'd be funny, but the the Order of the Arrow is a Boy Scout um group. It's a part, it's like a it's a weird faction of the Boy Scouts of America. It's this extra thing. To get into it, you have to be invited by a like a current order of the Arrow member, and then you have to go through these tests. Maybe it's just a fraternity. I never, I, think I this never sounds would. Uh, like I didn't go-
1: Crowley type shit. Are you serious? What is the? <laughs> So, so how did i
0: ever hear about this um i didn't because they keep it i feel like i didn't even hear about it when i was boy scouts but robert left was uh my my hero growing up and he was in the order of the arrow and i looked up to him and i was like i want to be like him so i told him that and then he like r- nominated me or whatever and then you have to go to this thing that's, that's called the ordeal and it's a weekend camp mm-hmm. out where you take like a vow of silence and you're not allowed to talk all weekend and you don't eat or drink I I feel Like they give As you like a little children, you're like teenagers, yeah. It was, I was like 15, 14, 15, something like that. And they make you do a whole bunch of arduous tasks and stuff. Like it's like service, like we went and like, and like chop down trees and, and whatnot. But there's all these ceremonies that you do out in the forest that are really weird. What? You know, it's, it's got all this, like, n- Native uh, American influence in it. It's just been totally appropriated uh, by white 15-year-olds. Trying, <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, there was... You had like you know, we were, like, all in silence, and we, like, went... Uh, like, we had to walk through the darkness, and we made our way through this field, and there was, like, a fire in the middle of it, and then there was guys waiting with, like, buffalo headdresses on and stuff, and then we have you take... The, you have to like swear to secrecy about stuff like you're not supposed to tell anyone about the the rituals or the 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 what are the, the symbols yeah. they have special symbols that they like pass with like and you have to uh when you there's like three levels to the order it's like ordeal vigil then there's like the highest one I don't know But like I went to these ceremonies Where I watched people pass up To the higher levels And there's like certain rites And things that you say And you put your hand On someone's shoulder Some I don't totally remember it But like I was immediately Elected president of this cult It was a really terrible gig <laughs> I got. I went through that that weekend ordeal. So
1: fucking charismatic.
0: <laughs> <I'm> all- <laughs> they gave you the cult. No, it was not like that at all. It was like the responsibility no one wanted. So they put on the newest kid. So like as soon as I went through my ordeal, I came to like the the monthly chapter meeting, and uh and I and I went to that meeting, and they were like, "All right, well, it's time to elect a new chapter chief who wants to do it." and no one wants to do it and I'm, and I'm like well i don't want to do it either and then like eventually they all they all just turn and look at the new guy and they're like hey man you seem like you'd be good at doing all this shit we don't want to do <laughs> it was so weird i had to go to like regional meetings with this like adult supervisor thing and sit through these boring i hated it i just like my mom wanted me to do it so that i could go to college or something uh the Does Secret
1: Society look good on your uh, Yeah, the the uh chapter I chief. Did this other thing that you would be really impressed by, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> it was an ordeal, that's all I can tell that's you. That's all
0: I can tell you. Anyway, it was really weird and freaky thing for teenage boys to do, and I can't believe
1: it seemed very not Mormon, uh weird that it was okay for you to go do oh, all this you weird kidding? ritualistic are shit that isn't directly
0: connected by the but way, Mormons I- Mormons love secret symbols and and rituals and stuff that when you go to the temple you take you have a, a vow to never tell anyone what yeah, you're no, the Yeah, no, I get that you God would love you. that.
1: I would just think that they couldn't contradict So real quick, a cult is a system of religious veneration. And devotion directed toward a particular figure or object.
0: All right, cool. Can we look up the definition of veneration? <laughs> yeah, I, know.
1: I was like, I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. I am blind. Uh, a relatively small. No, you group- said it. I just don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, me either. So we'll skip that one. <laughs> a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister.
0: So it's it's completely perception. Like if you're yeah. if you're if there's a lot of you, you're a religion. But if you're a small group, then you're a cult.
1: Yeah. This. Ms- uh, yeah, because then it's like synonyms: sect, denomination, group, movement, church, persuasion, body, faction. So it's uh, it is, uh when you say the word, though, it elicits feelings of something sinister. Like, yeah. but now synonyms are church. Uh-huh.
0: I just I just think that it's not fair and almost dangerous to just call a, a religion you don't like or had a bad experience with a cult because. Just, and I'm not saying to to ex-Mormons out there that feel that like you're you're wrong to like you had bad experiences with it and uh, there were a lot of things that were unhealthy and not good, but that's religion for you.
1: I think if you get excommunicated from your family for leaving, there's something wrong with that church. I'm like sure, everyone should you get call to believe Do you
0: think it's a cult if they get
1: Yeah, I mean if this is if if we're gonna say that a cult is a is a uh, church that is bad for you Uh, they're all could be bad or good, but I think that if you are, uh, shaming or harming members for trying to leave of their own free will, or you are cutting them off from their family, which I know is not as common in Mormonism.
0: Yeah. But that's where you're getting into gray area because there is a lot of pressure in Mormon and there are like a lot of fans have asked me questions and stuff about my parents and my parents will never disown any of their kids. They're very staunch Mormons, and there is not, there's no way that like I could get my name removed and uh and and broadcast a video of me like jerking off onto garments or whatever. I don't think my parents would can, disown can me. Could I get? Okay. <laughs> Please, we don't need. To. I'm sorry to get all our fans excited again. This is the only f- the fan mail request uh, we'll that be I right receive. Back. Ugh. Uh, but I just I. There are, a, but a ton of Mormon families that will absolutely uh, disown their kids if right. they don't believe. But does the, same the church
1: thing. make them do that?
0: That's why I'm saying it's a gray area. There's okay. a lot of there's a lot of messages from church leadership that encourage that can be interpreted to. I mean, my parents clearly haven't interpreted them that way, but I feel like there's a lot of othering that happens in church rhetoric where they talk about people that leave. As these bad people, mm-hmm. they warn you about them. They they tell you to weep for them. That they, it's so bad for them. Like they encourage you to like reach out. Like when people stop coming to church, we call them less active members, and we're trying to get them to come back to church activity. Like there's a lot of stuff that the church does do where you can, if I'm being like generous, I can see good things in it where I'm like. You know, if you really believed that you, I could see how you'd want to help bring people back to the yeah. fold. Jesus talked about that, blah, 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 but it gets, uh, to be pretty bad. I, I think a, a, a lot of people that I am close with have had terrible, ex- uh, experiences with their family when they said that they were done with this church. I mean, it's, uh, it can be really rough, but I think that there's a difference between uh, what the between that that sort of social shunning, especially like in Utah too, where like Mormon, your religion is tied to your everything. job, right. to your career, to your to everything. Like it can that that's bad, but I think there's a difference between that and us uh, a, a group that will. Take you away from your family and never let you see them again. Right. And, and not let you have any contact with your parents and not let you, uh, you know, see your kids again and stuff. Yeah. There's a huge chasm between those two things. Right. And that's why so I'm that hesitant to say. Yeah. That's why I say I cultish. That. That's why I'm like, yeah, like I totally get like where you're coming from. I just am hesitant to throw that label around just because that church hurt me.
1: Yeah. That makes sense.
0: I was watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix.
1: I tried to get into that and I didn't get I know this is going to be surprising, but <laughs> I did not get past the first but then people have told me what happened and I'm like, "Fuck, that sounds amazing, but that you should know, be 2 episodes long." Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's it's every episode has got an extra 20 minutes in there that could have been cut out. Yeah. I'm I felt like it was streamer. just looping
1: the same information over it, and over again. It really I did. I think, do it.
0: think Netflix has got a lot of cool documentaries, but it seems like they're encouraging them all to be series so that they can be binged, you know, and it seems unnecessary to me. Like compare Making a Murderer, which was 10 hour long episodes to HBO's The Jinx, which was like six 40 minute episodes. Yep. The Jinx is so much better. It's so I just I don't know. I want all of these documentaries to be short. I'm like cut to the chase. Yeah when does sheila grind up the beavers that's what i want to know um <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert.
1: i knew of the guy was it you say it the baguan the baguan you knew as him? osho
0: Oh, I've
1: read stuff when I was trying to kill my ego. The stuff that blew my mind open was like... spiritual
0: awakening, when you were talking about uh, that, that when you were... We did an episode today where you were talking about killing your ego. Yeah. That you read Osho?
1: It was an Osho thing. And like, I didn't like read a book of his or anything. I was just, I was doing a lot of Googling about how to kill your ego. And I found this article that was like, you don't kill your ego you uh this is what it sounds like, this is what it feels like, and this is how you live with it and kind and this of This is from the Osho? This is something that Osho had written, yeah, it was some Osho writing about uh it talks about it being bruised and it feeling bruised uh-huh. when it, when when someone doesn't like it and that sensation of being you ever like just say something dumb and then for the rest of the night that just sits on you?
0: Um most nights of yeah, my life exactly have been spent
1: so this is, uh, that's just the ego just like milling around that office. Just like, meh, meh, meh. And there was something about when I read that that way and it changed my perspective about, oh, I'm trying to kill something that needs to exist. It serves a purpose. The, the ego does serve a purpose. I am experiencing things through the ego. I get to feel things, which is what I came here to do. I have to stop trying to murder it and just learn to live with it. And that's kind of when I started to look at it as a, a dumbass roommate rather than you know you're not the boss you don't run shit at all but i will accept you and love you as uh as a part of myself but it was an osho thing and so when i found out that that was because i have no idea about the world that i live in that was so interesting yeah uh,
0: that is that, that is, he was a cult leader so, and it helped you yeah, but I think a lot well, of these. Uh, are- well, so let's see. I mean, I don't. I have a lot of opinions on the guy after watching the little documentary, and I don't think. I think anybody who takes a. It, what I want to say is, there's good in every religion that you can find, there, and but there's right. also there are also bad and unhealthy things, and I think that, like from what it sounded like, the guy had some great ideas, and in the beginning, people flocked to him because he was, he was helping people, and the and the. I don't know, the believer in me wants to think that he wasn't just a con man, that he was a good dude that had good empathetic qualities that people responded to and he had wisdom to share. But when he started getting popular and you start like forming... Uh, an organized religion around just some philosophical beliefs that should be just presented as like, take what you like, leave what you don't like, take what's healthy for you. You, you start to see people get twisted. There's a scripture in uh, the doctrine of covenants that, Oh shoot, I can't remember, but it's about like when you give men just like the slightest bit of power, they start to abuse it. Absolutely. They start to abuse it right away. And sometimes I like to wonder, like was, was Joseph, Joseph Smith, Smith a good guy that I just like took advantage of a bunch? Like he got he got power and is like, oh well, now I can do whatever I want. But uh, I think that like the that was they what were they called the Rajneesh the Rajnishi? yeah the Rajneesh like so the thing. whole that whole that whole series was about they kept calling it a cult, and I kept wondering why like I, I obviously. Listen I got to the end of the series I saw that they did a bunch of terrible things I get that I get it but like in the beginning I kept being like it's so rude that it, all of America decided this was a cult because they like in the beginning episodes they move into this town in Oregon right and they take over and all these people are upset that they're moving out the the white old conservative farmers and so they're they're a cult and they're like uh, uh, no religion. Should have power over a town, like where there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. And I was like, really? Tell that to Utah. Like yeah. How come? How come when Utah come, like when? Or sorry, when Mormons came to Utah and set up their own state, like they get to be? Uh, uh I mean, again, like we've I've acknowledged that people call them a cult, but like they're more seen as a religion than the Rajnishi were, right? Because it's like. Well, it's a it's it's a lot different when you when you're a group of white people yeah. or white Christians that move to an area and displace indigenous brown people versus you being a small group of foreign brown people coming yeah. and displacing white Christians. Exactly. Then you're a cult. That's the difference. Yeah.
1: I got that from the first episode. Oh, you got <laughs> I that like, part. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, there's a pretty obviously demographic here. Um. I have thought this before about Joseph Smith. What if he saw behind the curtain and got a little bit of truth? And I have thought this about every religion. Like, maybe, the, like none of this stuff is supposed to be a religion. I get the desire to want to start a town of people that subscribe to the same belief system. Because when I first woke up... And I was trying to awaken a tribe of people. I did. I never wanted to be there. Like I, to this day, when I, I'm, there is no guru. There's you and uh, your higher self. I can say a bunch of shit, uh, and you can uh, take what it applies and leave what doesn't. I'm not starting a church. I'm not starting an organ. Like we are not turning this into a thing. It's you and that higher self. Otherwise, it doesn't exist. But I think, yeah, I th- I've thought that about Joseph Smith before. Like, what if he did, I'm not saying he saw a magic stone or whatever, but, I like, what if he did see behind the curtain? What if he did find some truth and then rather than just give it away, he was like, well, I can.
0: Maybe, maybe. I think, though, if he saw behind the curtain, he almost immediately started lying. So I, I find that hard to believe about someone that got a taste of truth that they like, I don't know why it's easy for me to believe about the Baguan. It's just uh my Western ideals that see shit. see this guy like as like oh a wise foreigner. Oh he he's he's meditated his whole life. He must have come up with stuff. I mean I think like Joseph Smith. Here's the thing, he he had some some ideas that I do like, but um I, he immediately presented them in. Uh, a two faced way, like he uh, invented. I think it's pretty clear that he made up that the Book of Mormon is not the story. Right, right, that, yeah. That he says, I believe that they um, borrowed a lot from other th- things that already existed at that time, and ra- and made their own book. Their philosophies and stuff are cool. The ones that they borrowed from, like this other uh, religious uh, philosopher at that time, are also cool. Uh, some of them, but I think that. If you are immediately presenting them like with this fantastic story of how God himself and Jesus Christ appeared to you, and how an angel appeared to you and took you to a spot where you found this book and blah, 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 and all these different things. Like immediately he was, well, not immediately, it took him a little while, but he started giving himself power over time. Yeah. Like, oh, well, another angel appeared and he gave me this kind of priesthood. Oh, and more angels appeared and gave me this kind of priesthood, which is constantly elevating him and his prophet status and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I don't, I think if he had some sort of glimpse of like a, of, of higher knowledge, he's a, a a douchebag that immediately tried to use that for his own gain, which then I feel like is hard to believe that someone that thinks like that had these thoughts. I don't know.
1: This kind of goes back to the reptilian thing. So um, throughout, I'm trying to remember how this went, but uh, if I remember correctly, it was that the, like the book of acts was a group of awake dudes who were able to like right after Jesus that could do miracles Cause they were awake, but even Paul was a, was a scumbag till he woke up. You know, I don't, you don't like get to wake up cause you earned it or whatever, you know, like through good things. Mm-hmm. And then I used to be fascinated with the Fox's book of martyrs. I don't know it. It's just the story of all the martyrs and how they were murdered. Christian
0: martyrs. Mm-hmm.
1: And I was obsessed with this when I was a Christian and I, uh, during during the alien time, so I think I used to believe, I don't know if this came from aliens or just something that I put together, a theory of mine, but that the people that took over the church after all of the people with supernatural powers died, that they uh, knew that it was real, changed it enough to control people, and killed everyone that knew what was what was true. And so it took uh, took out and all the you power. Think those People were reptiles. I do think they were. The, if if that is a thing, this I have to think about this more because I haven't thought about it in a long time. So when the whole time I was like waking up, there was uh, there was a lot that I was told in dream school or whatever, and then there was a lot that I was just like putting together myself, and a ton of that mm-hmm. was just batshit. Uh, I to this day I'm coming up with theories about what is what, but I think it made a lot of sense to me that there someone knows that you're. Even if it's just human error, uh, the dudes making up the rules and saying, God told me this. Do they know that in in the Mormon church, do they know that they are full of shit or are they self- deceiving? That's a question I have asked hearing for God.
0: I have asked myself that a bunch of times.
1: Like is this whole church just a tradition of dudes? Because I bet you they never say it out loud. I bet I I guarantee there's no conspiracy between two men high up. That they are that they are literally saying out loud, this is bullshit.
0: I agree. I think that they just lie to themselves and just keep it going, like they just never acknowledge it. Yeah, just to keep that because that's just how most self deception works. Yeah, so most people just won't confront their uh, problems because and they'll just keep pretending like everything's okay, which is but not exclusive have, to religion. When you at become, all. no, it's not. When you become a member of the quorum of the 12 apostles, just this governing body of, of the restored church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you're supposed to have your calling and election made sure. That's uh, a thing that happened. You're supposed to have like a, what's it called? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm mixing things up a second witness. I don't, you're basically supposed to get, you're supposed to know without a doubt that Christ is real. You're supposed to be a special an a special witness of, of Christ. Uh, I mean like your testimony counts for more, which is basically like, at least when you're growing up, the way they make you think is that like, okay, they've seen Jesus. Like, that's why I can believe elder Holland when he says all these things, because like he look how powerfully he believes it. Well, that's because he knows for certain that, you know, he's, he's seen Christ, right? Just like, just like Joseph, just like all these other people, just, you know, they've, they know these things. Um, um, but when I started getting serious doubts and then even further along when I finally left, I remember thinking, you know, are these guys so evil? Do they they do they work their way up to the top, find out that it's not true, and then just decide to stay there and use it to their own advantage? Did they know that it wasn't true a long time ago and have just, just evilly worked their way to the top? When God... Picked, quote unquote God picks a new apostle I mean is it just these guys picking another wink wink cool dude who gets it do they really truly believe that they are speaking to Christ yeah do they uh pretend that there's be and just never tell anyone else and they all just kind of ha- keep their own secret and they all just enter into a shared delusion where they commune with uh this higher power that always says things that benefit them you know um or, or what I don't know i just i feel like
1: i don't I, mean, I, I don't guess, trust them i yeah. feel
0: I feel pretty bitter towards the people at the top of the church I think that they are Paid very well and live really great lives and institute policies that they like and they don't really emulate the aspects of Christ that I wish that they would.
1: Yeah, I think uh, there's a possibility that these people just don't—people, they're all men, Uh, right?—don't know how to separate their uh, own thoughts and prejudices from—it's the saying that this is God's will— like that this is what God told me and putting rules into place for other people's lives and saying it's that that's what God told you. Not that I don't believe that you can't communicate with a higher something. It's just, you have to know that that's bullshit, right? Yeah. There was this
0: probably there was this movie. There was this moment early thousands Mormons started making movies for other Mormons and they had this little, you know, tiny boom of Mormon cinema. And there was this uh, one movie, Richard Dutcher's—that that dude's name. He made a movie about missionaries called God's Army. And there was a part that I don't remember anything else from this movie, but I remember this part. There was one missionary who um, fell into the trap of reading anti-Mormon literature, mm, and got that they, trap. Yeah, that trap where you start reading stuff and like the this guy wakes up in the middle of the night goes to the fridge in the in this dark missionary apartment and this dude is like there he's been up all night he hasn't slept he's just reading this anti-mormon stuff and he's crying and he says damn them like talking about those prophets and that quorum of the 12 apostles he says damn them if it's not true damn them if it's not true and that's stuck wow. with me. the guy who made that, that R- Richard Dutcher, the guy who made the movie mm-hmm. uh, left the church. Yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> so uh, oh. I think, uh, yeah. So I, I think that was like an honest portrayal of like real feelings that that guy probably had. I think that it still served a purpose for me as a kid of learning, like don't read anti-Mormon literature. But uh, I, it does seem like, I don't know. But I agree. I agree. If they if it's not true, then damn them. Yeah. That's I
1: mean, are they or are I so in Christianity there was there like we believed it to be true and I looked at the people cuz it's like prosperity church. So these pastors are raking in the money. But then you had, like, my ex-husband's dad was a pastor on staff. He was not raking in the money. He absolutely lived his life. Like, he was a heroin addict and stuff, and then he got saved. And then he just was this uh, well-known... Uh, street preacher and I loved him because he was just he would kneel down in uh, the urine of a homeless man to pray for him genuinely genuinely fucking loved people like genuinely cared about people R- truly believed just didn't didn't get caught up in the bullshit just the most compassionate man it was 100 true for him and he lived it like it was true and uh humble and And then, but there were other, and there were, there were several other pastors on staff that I would, I would say that about. And then you look at the, uh, the kind of the ones that were making a lot more money, the kind of ones running the church. And I still, uh, you know, I'm still like uh, social media friends with that family. And what, but I like wonder, do you know though, because it feels like, you know, that it's not true or that you are the things you are teaching people about prosperity are benefiting you. I don't think it is straight up nefarious. Was it our podcast where I talked about Benny Hinn being trained
0: in? No. Well, that, I think that was with Keith, uh, Carrie. Yeah. On a Patreon
1: episode, just talked about, uh, the guy, the, the faith healer guy being trained in hypnosis. Yeah. So I just, I just don't know if it's super self-deceptive to, or, it is right. Like it, it, I, I, but
0: you talk all the time about, you know, perception is reality and stuff. Yeah. I think that they just,
1: I think that they believe that it's true. I, I don't think there's anyone in the Mormon church that believes that the Mormon church isn't true, but when you're making up rules that affect other people's lives about, uh, this is what God said, Or you're teaching people things that do benefit you. Is that because you are not self-aware enough to realize? Do you ever get in an argument with someone and they start generating, everyone does this. They start generating reasons for why they want you to do this thing or why uh, they did something or, and they, the reasons change. The reasons change in the course of the argument because yeah. they are trying to find one that, that you'll go with. Yeah. Yeah. But they believe that shit while they're saying it. You know, mm. for the most part, people don't know when you're why. not self-aware.
0: Right. Um, I think the cynic in me thinks that there's got to be people in the higher up of the Mormon church that don't believe it anymore. I think that they're
1: they're like, I'm already in it. and I'm going to get how much money do they make?
0: Um, I can't remember Mormon leaks had something a year or two ago about uh, a general authorities' monthly stipend and it was um a lot i can't I, i'm so bad with numbers and hundreds stuff. of thousands yeah okay uh, sure yeah that's I don't enough sure. to keep I'm not you. Sure. it was but like it was just like the tip of an iceberg too it was just like this is all we know that they got this one month we also know that they they have a house You know, they've got an apartment, they've this, they've this, you know, they, I think that they are very well taken care of. I would think the lack of transparency is cultish. Yes. That's a big thing. The fact that, that we have to have like people leak stuff about our financial records and stuff. Mm -hmm. and just that we just brag about our lay clergy and about how it's just like how Christ wanted, like, no, we're not, uh, getting paid like other ministers. And it's just like, yeah, all the people at the bottom are working for free. While all the people at the like, while well, a few people at the top sit and rake in money,
1: that's so crazy. So everything in the church,
0: like the church at the lower community levels, yeah. is all volunteer. Free. Oh, and they, they don't get even you, hire janitors they get
1: you to do this labor and also brag about it. Yeah,
0: Oh. yeah. So it's like we have to go clean the church um, and take care of it, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think that's. Uh, I think that's not a bad practice to have your own members do service. Like it, it makes you feel part of it. It makes you feel proud of it. I think it's a way to save money. I think that's good. But when your church has billions and billions of dollars yeah. in real estate and stocks and bonds and has is paying their prophets and apostles huge salaries... And then just like doesn't want to hire a janitor, then I have to come in on Sunday to show my God that I love Him yeah. by cleaning. When you could it employ a employ
1: yeah. a member, I think um, when I th- I think when money gets involved, I I'm far more suspicious. What do you know about
0: Scientology?
1: I watched. I watched Going Clear. I, think I, I did tuned it out. I think it was also too long. Or too... I watched it
0: with Tabitha, and it was pretty important for us as we because we saw lots of similarities. Similarities. There was lots of parallels between I, that religion and ours.
1: I watched the shit out of the Leah Remini thing because I, you know, I'm in. Did she I, have a show?
0: She did a show about. <laughs> you're just like Kevin. Can you you watched the shit out of Kevin Can Wait. Is that, <laughs> is that what you want?
1: What was her show called? She had a show about uh, science. I was fast because I, when I was going to the Awakening, there were a couple things that I heard about Scientology back when everything was super lock and key, and I was just everything. All of the knowledge about it was hidden.
0: Yeah, there's a billboard in Salt Lake City right now that just says, uh, "It's like it says Church of Scientology." Interested? We thought so.
1: That's so weird especially in utah and cocky like yeah. i just
0: the, they're just kind of leaning into this secretive cults thing they're like yeah. oh yeah you got your interest peaked yeah we thought so
1: also it's not you've been uh, completely told on we know everything now
0: yeah so do you think that they're a cult i would call them a
1: absolute absolutely uh yeah. an awful cult so um here's what i remember from the leah from the leah Romany thing Number one, when you leave that church, they do all this weird stalker shit to you to like freak you yep. out, follow you around, they surveil you, they
0: cut you off from kids, cut you children, off from your parents, family. anybody. Yeah.
1: And um, there are tons of stories about people being kidnapped and held in their properties and not allowed to leave.
0: Yeah, and not allowed to. Communicate and having to with like jump
1: fences and swim through moats and shit to get out. Of their like absolutely that's a cult yeah and they bleed you dry financially bleed you dry and there is a I did the when I did the tinfoil hat podcast uh, he was talk I was talking about clearing your emotional trauma to like if life is a video game it's about clearing your programming to get to like you get more powers and like that would be the premise of the video game I guess and he was like oh that's Scientology and I'm like yeah. Scientology has the tiniest <laughs> shred of truth, and then that is dangled in front of you like a carrot to take all your money and to control you.
0: I I, I feel bad after I'm just, like, defending my own religion. I'm like, listen, it's not a cult, and I'm going to throw it out at another uh, group, but uh, yeah, they freak me out, man, and the stories, like, I've read a bunch of different articles about... People that are that go missing that they, they never see that guy's wife again. Yeah, and Leah is like, "Where is she? Where is she? Where is she?" And just how focused they are on money and celebrity, yep. and like how they've got their celebrities. Like the the scary stories about uh, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes getting uh, m- like their match made together yeah. and stuff like that. That all kind of that's all kind of freaky. Uh, I don't I don't particularly. The, yeah. the
1: the show was so sad, the Lee and Remini show, and I only remember bits and pieces, but I remember how sad it was. The the mothers who never get to see their sons again and yeah. the people who love and miss their families and aren't allowed to talk anything so where I you think, ex you you force people to to do anything, yeah, you're a cult. You're fucked up.
0: I think and so I think that they're that's why I think that like there's all this gray area with Mormons, because there's definitely a bunch of separation and problems with separation of families but it's not like what th- those instances uh, uh that Leah Remini and Scientology are talking about because um yeah there's no like Mor- Mormon Bishop no missionaries come to kidnap you right uh it's We're cool of a, cool of a movie or that would be following
1: you around and recording everything that you do
0: yeah suing you taking you so to, fucking
1: psycho yeah. and then that dude like punches people in the face the, yeah. and he and his name is like a villain from a cartoon yeah, from what a bomb film named? i don't know but uh, if you're right he's
0: got a very villainous name yeah uh oh, that's i just i was so freaked out when we were the first time we went to hollywood me and tabitha she wanted to you know they're like out on the street you know yeah and they're like come in and take this test and uh, she wanted to go in and try it. and I was She like, likes personality I was like, tests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was like, absolutely not. Don't go in there. That's how they get you. Don't walk in there. You may never walk out. And it kind of, sounds like a silly thing to say, but i 'm just I'm always like I feel the same way about ghosts and stuff yeah where I'm like okay sure tough guy you're probably right but why would I touch the Ouija board like it, like yeah. why would I risk going inside there to take their little test it's not worth it it's not worth it to I'm not that curious
1: but that's another one Dianetics I think uh, I skimmed when I was uh, on meth and I think there are some truths in there. So was this guy a fucking wingnut? I think yes. After watching uh, Going Clear, he was in. the whole boat thing. The whole the uh, boat I'm thing just now is remembering funny. it. The weird.
0: The Mormons are talking about a boat right now. Really? Yeah, they're talking about a floating temple. It was an idea that they had around in the 70s. It was like so for like our island members, so they don't have to travel to go to the temple. We'll bring the temple to them, and they want to. And like everyone's like, "This is a great idea," and I'm like, "That's uh." Elron Hubbard's idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just remembering this from the Leah Remini show because they—it's a special sect of Scientology, the people who were who spent their life on that boat. They were forever. like the Order of the
0: Arrow, but like they had—they were yes. like special sailors, like sailors Watch. of his of his something name. Like there was a special name for it.
1: Yeah, I can't I can't think of it right now. I can't believe how much of it I do remember. And
0: there's just like a lot of teenage girls that got accepted into the secret sect and yeah.
1: stuff. Yeah. But they're like automatically higher up
0: if they went out and did this boat thing.
1: Anyway, I
0: Yeah, in the Order of the Arrow, they give you a special sash that you get to wear. It's white I think with a red arrow.
1: something so this idea of like transcending your trauma or whatever, which I think was kind of what Dianetics was getting to, is like, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, why do I have to come in and be interviewed by one of your people and be hooked up to this fucking machine and oh, have to yeah. and then pay a bunch of money? In it's pay. like you're taking this tiny sliver of truth and you were holding it like a carrot and the the pneumatic soul, the hyaletics, don't give a shit the pneumatic souls know better but those psychic disciplinarians are like I feel that there's truth and I, I am not graduated enough yet to realize that I don't need you to get to that truth so this rings true somehow for me and so I'm gonna go for this and then they just get controlled by what has to be reptilians right like I don't <laughs>
0: well now I see no other possibility <laughs> but an alien species of reptiles Uh, but I also remember that they would take; they had recordings of all your Dianetic sessions that they where would hold talk- against you. Yeah, where you talk about all your deep, dark secrets and all your trauma and stuff. And then when you were out of line, they could hold that over you. Like we have a recording of you talking about your desires to uh, molest people. You know, when they were trying to work through their own sexual trauma or something. And- what
1: um is this common thread through religions where? They want you to confess your sins to another person, which I don't think helps. I don't think it frees you from shame. I think it probably encourages shame in some ways.
0: I always liked the Catholic representation in film, never having been to confession myself. But I always watched it and always seemed like, that seems really easy. The anonymous thing. They just go in there and they say this and there's a guy that's always like, my son, my (laughs) child. Uh, well, you know, the, the guy always seems really nice, uh, but in practice, in Mormonism, when I had to go into my bishop's office as a kid and confess things that I had done, it was never very fun. No. It, it always fucked me up. I didn't like it.
1: I think it, it will, it, every time you talk about having to go tell your bishop that you jerked off or whatever, it just seems like so much more shame and guilt to process a ton, man. having to tell someone a bishop told stuff. me
0: that i couldn't have the sacrament for six months because i i wouldn't stop jerking off <laughs> and uh
1: i love how every other ex-mormon we go hang out with though they're like yeah i did it. i just lied <laughs> no why didn't i think of it
0: what a genius move <laughs> it's some some of the things that i do find cult-like cultish that i've thought about since then um, primary. When you're a little kid, you go to primary, and uh, me and Tabitha were primary teachers for a little while, and we just hated it. We we're like, it's just so weird to watch all this stuff get like taught to kids, because again, it's a gray area. That was a big shelf a, thing for you, right? Yeah, there's stuff that is. I I could see why you teach kids stuff, but you can't lie. That's it seems kind of like indoctrination to have kids uh learn catchy songs, catchy tunes that teach them doctrine, you know? That's indoctrination. Right. I think maybe brainwashing is a is too strong of a word, but it's definitely indoctrinated at a young age, so I think that that's kind of iffy. There's just so much also rhetoric in the church about not leaving.
1: Yeah, well cuz that's your your free will. So if, if you choose to be a part of a religion of your own free will because you enjoy it, I think that's a religion, okay? It doesn't matter whether or not you or I believe it's true. I think the people who are experiencing it is true for them. If your religion teaches that you should be punished for leaving there's something wrong with your religion
0: you remember the first time we went to that we went to that grocery store that first night uh oh my God and I was cracking you up with so because I was telling you about a conference talk so every six months I probably said this before but every six months Mormons have a general conference It's where the prophet gets up and speaks if he doesn't have dementia and <laughs> uh, uh, they, the Apostles get up and they and they talk as well and they're I hate it. I've, 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 I've. I liked it when I was a missionary, but like after that, like, conference just immediately got weird. There's a weird commercialization to it, it and like you and I fun always get talk with about all the other Mormons, though. Say what?
1: It doesn't seem like it would be a fun weekend get together with all the other Mormons. No, it's not. It's oh, not that man. at all.
0: It's uh, There's no partying or anything. It's Ugh. just yeah. It's just dumb. It's just. I feel like more time that you. They just need you to listen to them for more time so that you dedicate more of your brain space to them. And they just give like the same speeches over and over and over again. And all the, and we all just act like, oh, wow, wasn't that a great inspired session? I really got a lot of messages. And it's not like I don't believe you can't get messages from anywhere or anything. Right. But it's just like, you guys notice they just, they've got 12 talks. They just give the same it's not it's you i always wanted like god to like i wanted the the prophet to have a new uh revelation. revelation yeah but the the revelations that they do have are always really underwhelming like there there was a big announcement one time about we're gonna lower the missionary age right and that was god wants god has changed now you don't have to be 19 you can be 18 and go on a mission and it was like wow wow god's great and i was like well it kind of seems like god is scared of that year that kids go to college and then you know it just seemed like uh like the cynical version of me is like well that's just a an effort to get more people on missions that's all that that is yeah but there's there, there there are a couple of talks that come to mind as really unhealthy and one of them was one that I talked to you about that oh, night. that was so funny. Because you were asked, because the the last time we had met, I was very Mormon. And right. this time, I wasn't. And you were like, so we were just kind of talking about that. And I I was saying that there's a mass exodus happening, that we all, all of us millennials have left the church. And you said, why? And I was like, I don't know. We have the internet, I think. <laughs> that's, it. that's about it. We have the internet. We can Google things and go, oh, well, that's not true. And the church's response to it is just like, hey. The Internet's bad. You guys (laughs) like we all coming up with all these. It's just so I don't know if they are if they are so dumb or tone deaf that they, they, they can't hear the people who are having these legitimate complaints or if they just don't give a shit. Yeah, they just like just leave then because people come like people like me wanted to stay, but they have we have questions. We're like, what do you how do you explain this? What, what about this problem what about this historical inaccuracy what about the fact that we know that Joseph Smith lied about that funeral papyri that he found like the, that's the, that's the, that's nothing you know and their response is well you know we've heard we've heard you, you we're you guys are, are learning a lot of things on the internet and uh, you've got questions and the answer is stop using the internet <laughs> this I don't know if you guys have been able to connect the dots here, but it, y'all were fine before you opened up your Google search. So maybe stop that. Have you thought about that, millennials? And so we just get a talk about you know there was a talk that said that said doubt your doubts. This was this was advice. This was advice to people who were ha- They're like, hey, here's the. You know those doubts that creep up? We all have. The, the talk seems kind of nice, and it's from yeah. one of our favorite yeah. apostles, like the cool apostle yeah. who's like really liberal and stuff. His name's Dieter. Dieter F. Uchtdorf. He's a tight. <laughs> he's so tight. He's cool. And he's like, uh, he's like, hey, listen, we all have doubts. And you're like, oh, we do? What? And he's like, and that's just natural. Of course. Things happen. You have doubts. You have some questions. And I'm like, really? I can't believe he's saying this. And he's like, but here's the thing. Have you ever tried doubting your doubts? <laughs> Maybe stop doubting us <laughs> and start doubting those doubts. Hmm? <laughs> Check and mate. <laughs> that problem solved. And you're like, what? <laughs> But since I left, there was another one. I didn't. I didn't like listen to this one. This was one that everyone talked about. That was called "Where Will You Go." It was like the name of the talk where where um, he talks about like the Peter, I think, uh, someone in the in the Bible. I used to be such a scriptorian, and I don't remember. But but uh, Christ asked them like, "Will you too leave me?" Like, peaks as some of his followers, yeah. disciples left, yeah. and he's like, turns to his twelve, and he says, uh, "Will you also?" walk away from me and peter says to whom shall we would we go like to whom would we go to where you have truth your eternal life we're not going anywhere and then he this this mormon apostle that takes that story and talks about people who are thinking of leaving the church and like an abusive husband like again i feel like they are so tone deaf they have no idea what they sound like or they just plain do not give a shit. but like an abusive husband he said you want to leave Silly child, where would you go? And that's the question. He asked this rhetorical question throughout the talk. Where will you go to find truth? Where will you go to find people that love you? Where will you go to get a testimony of Christ? Were they just constantly building himself up as the only source for all of these things? Is me? Is us? Is this yeah. church? Is this building? But that
1: shit got into your head. like the, You weren't around for that talk, but that shit got into your head where you were like, I thought without belief. like I thought without belief in a God. I thought if I did these things, like I was going to end up in this yeah place because the the people teaching you what it's like on the other side are people who have never been to the other side.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's why I feel like it took me years to get out. It took me years because I, I was so scared because right. of all the rhetoric that I had heard all my life that made it seem very scary. So that is... S- something that I think is, is cult-ish but at the end of the, when it was time for me to leave when I finally left uh, nobody stalked. showed up at my house to <laughs> stop me and no one said like uh, well you're never going to see your son again so uh, <laughs> have fun with all your doubts <laughs> yeah
1: maybe Mormons are just pussies though <laughs>
0: they're, just, uh, they're, they're not street Like at the end of the day we're just too nice we could be a cult but <laughs> we just don't have that edge <laughs> Here, have some brownies. All
1: right, we have a Patreon.
0: (laughs) Smooth transition, Jess. I'm going to piss myself Well, it's your bed, so go for it.
1: Uh. We have a (laughs)
0: Patreon.com slash Mormon in the Method. And all our subreddit, Facebook group, Facebook page... You can find us on Twitter. She's already peeing. She's She took off her headphones and just left. Ugh. The Mormon is forced to carry this show once again. She's laughing in the bathroom. I don't know if you can hear it, but she is. Don't worry. We're cool. But oh, now that it's just you and me. Finally love to get to hear what you have to say. Just get to know you guys a little bit. Well... Maybe next time on Mormon and the method. Did you have to flush in the middle of the outro? Come on. If you put a Mormon and a Method together, this is what they sound like. Aaron would all a listen to them talking to Mike.